0: What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to the NerdWide Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Haynes, with my friend who's just a several hundred miles south of me right now in the Caribbean. This is Mr. Chris Rivers. Chris, uh, how was your flight, and uh, how is it down there?
1: Wonderful, wonderful. Jimmy Buffett lives right next door. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you've got uh, some connections in. Yeah,
0: definitely. <laughs> how have you been, Chris?
1: <laughs> uh, better. Yeah. No, it was just it was a rough week at work. That we had to work till three thirty in the morning every night, and then had uh, to go in on Friday for eight and a half hours. So.
0: Was it because it was, of uh, the holiday break or?
1: No, it was just we're behind in production, so they were like, "Hey, let's throw labor at it instead." Uh, and man, that fixes uh, we, everything. We, we didn't even have the units to hit number, so oh, that, it wouldn't matter. Well. mattered.
0: Anyway. do just love when that happens? Just yeah. sitting around twiddling your thumbs anyway? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. Well guys, this is the NerdWide Podcast, episode 51. Don't forget to subscribe to either our YouTube or podcasting service of your choice. If you enjoy the show, make sure you leave us a thumbs up on YouTube, because you can't leave us a thumbs down anymore, suckers.
1: <laughs> you can, but we can't see how th-
0: many. That's true. Well, I think we can, the we general can. public can't, though. <laughs> public Losers. Can. Uh, if you don't enjoy what you see or hear, make sure you leave a comment Let us know how we can improve the show. If you want to go that extra mile, you can always go to patreon.com slash nerdwine and toss us a couple bucks that way for those three different tiers for all those fun little goodies if you want to do that. Listen, we've got actually some news to talk about here in all three of our segments we do here on top of our TV shows and everything we watch them. Now, Chris, I don't, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this one off of everything you just said. But have you been watching anything new, any new movies, new TV shows, anything fun at all?
1: No, a lot got put on the back burner yeah. this week.
0: That's, uh, I hate that. But hopefully here in the next couple um, of weeks that they, they slow y'all down a little bit.
1: Yeah, all I watched was Hawkeye, Hitmonkey, and um, the movie that we're going to talk about. it's
0: oh, exciting. I can't wait to talk about Hawkeye. I got a lot to talk about for it. Yeah. Uh, I have been watching uh Started Supergirl. Now... And I say this from a place with love. This is the last season. I am maybe it's seven. Always or, great when something yeah, starts I know. Like that. <laughs> maybe this seven is, or I'm, eight episodes into it. I don't know what happened or if it's always been this way and I just haven't noticed or cared. But a lot of the their acting and CGI for this show is really, really bad. Like, horridly bad. I, I played it. Um, Jamie, she's watched up until, I think, season three or four of Supergirl. And I said, watch this with me real quick. Let me watch the episode with you. And she was like, no, no, this is really bad. And I said, oh. I said, just making sure I'm not the only one that feels this way. And, yeah, it's Supergirl uh, not starting off the strongest. I'm curious to see where it goes, the end. But I don't. The acting is off. The CGI is off
1: and you think I, that they're I'd just mailing it in yeah and it's knowing that it's the final season and they're like know,
0: hey. so I don't it also did that thing too where the first three episodes were connected to the last season so like it, exactly how The Flash did I think Legends of Tomorrow did that as well like the first right. the three episodes were supposed to be in the last half of the season but due to COVID they had to push it back yeah. uh, which did not help it at all but I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes I don't the story that they've got going on right now. And I'm just not really into. Don't really care about. But they had a they had a time flashback episode. Which I really enjoyed. With her going to Midvale. So I thought they were trying to do like a little spin off. Which they were not. Thankfully. But anyways. And then I watched the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The first episode of uh, the season. Which was a year. I think it was called like a year 2020 interview. Or something like that. And it was so the whole basis of this show is they're trying to be the worst people, the worst is the um, how the writing is. So like Rob McElhaney, Glenn Howard, and Charlie Day, they all said, um, "How do we make these characters the complete scum of the earth, and but still be likable kind of thing?" So right. they starts off with it's a hilarious episode. If anyone's watching this show, make sure you're staying up to date. But it was the head of the PPP loan. Uh, IRS guy come in to see what they spent their money on during 2020 and each one of the the gang was a direct influence to what happened to 2020 like uh, one of the ones was selling masks for the white moms and stuff like that and then the they ran out of material so they made raccoon skins and sold it to a guy who put it as a hat and then as a vest Stormed the Capitol, hit the face. Page. Oh, so like uh, Ju- uh, the Giuliani. I forget the guy's, the politician's name, Robert Giuliani, maybe Rupert. So the whole face, the whole dye that he had during that press conference. You can see the dye coming on his face. That was Danny DeVito's fault for doing his hair. It was just like stuff like that. It was just so funny, and I I can't wait to watch the rest of it. So I just thought it was fun. But Chris, they're not here to hear, talk about it's always sunny in Philadelphia. They're here to talk spoilers of Hawkeye. Now, episode three was a lot of fun. It was very more superhero-y. So we're officially Mm -hmm. halfway through the season now. Full spoilers below here. But I was expecting to see Florence Pugh in this episode. But I think what IMDB is doing is saying that she's in all these episodes. So when she's actually in an episode, they can say, oh, we were right. I think they were just saying she's supposed to be in these episodes because last week she was supposed to be in four episodes. This week she's supposed to be in three episodes now, so that's what I think they're doing.
1: Yeah. I mean I kept I kept looking for. Right. And it never happened. Um I was also looking for any mention. We got the mention of the uncle. Mm-hmm. We we even saw that. the uncle well, his I arm mean, and, like, hip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I was looking at that, and, of course, the big theory out there is that it's, uh, I always have to think about his last name, Vincent mm-hmm. D'Onofrio.
0: The guy who played the kingpin in Daredevil. Yeah. And I can't Wait.
1: So we'll see if we'll see if he ends up being the guy. The scene that got me and probably the same for you is after Hawkeye's hearing aid has been smashed and they mm-hmm. get back to the apartment and his son calls. Oh. And and she's translating and he's trying to make small talk with his son. But he can't hear what he's saying. So he's saying things that are very generic. Mm-hmm. And his son's like, it's okay if you won't be home for Christmas and, and all that. And you're just like, oh. Just God.
0: heartbreaking, heart-wrenching stuff is what it was. Yeah. It. I really enjoyed that scene because it showed the dynamic between Hawkeye and Kate. Uh-huh. And, I mean, but even before then, like, the we had a lot of world building, I'd say. We saw Echo, we saw her life. I didn't realize she only had uh, a leg and a half either, and she's as badass as she is. Uh, I can't wait for her to get her own show here in the next couple of years. I think 2022 Mm -hmm. is probably when we get that, at the end of it, rather. Um, But I did find out that uh, Jeremy Renner learned ASL so he could talk to the actress that plays Echo. Um, Really? Yeah. That's cool. So I was like, dude, good for you. And I think uh, – I know Haley Steinfeld learned a little bit of it. Uh, I was like, yeah, that means, that means a lot in the world too. And the way that she was – the actress was telling Clint, talking about the hearing aid, she says, you rely on technology too much. And uh-huh. he said, I, I use a, two sticks and a string for a, a weapon of a choice. And I was like, yeah, that's great.
1: <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then um. – They had. Uh, oh, what was it that happened? That was, um. It was right around the time of the oh the the great little Easter egg with the Pym arrow.
0: Yes, it was beautiful.
1: That was that was great. Some that was that was a nice little moment too of of humor mm-hmm. through that whole chase scene because she's got one that's. She's like, "Why do you have a plunger arrow?" <laughs> and they can't communicate because he's right. lost his hearing. It's so fun.
0: Like, th- I think the beginning of that car chase scene was one of the funniest parts of the episode because she was talking about something, and then he would talk about something else, and then he came back to the conversation. Like it's like he was she he was bringing it up for the first time. I said, you guys are yeah. you guys are perfect together. Like they they have such good chemistry between uh, Haley Steinfeld yeah. and Jeremy." Yeah, I well, just, the, oh, it's funny.
1: The, the little exchange on the subway. You're right. Uh, when, when he compliments her on being so good. Right. Such a good archer. And then she has, right before that, commented on how, oh, I need to walk the dog. You know? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm talking about, that scene. And then he comes <laughs> back after he compliments her. You should really walk your dog. Listen, you? Maybe we should walk the dog. <laughs>
0: so... We didn't talk about it last week, and I was listening to other people's uh, reviews and things of this show. So the whole point of the dog was apparently the dog ate the watch, the Avengers watch, and that's why the dog is important or something like that, and I was like, I didn't pick that up in the first two episodes, but a lot of people have been talking about it, and that's why Lucky is still around, that's why she kept him or something. So I don't know, because they're all going after the watch. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm trying to see if there's anything I would, crazy here.
1: I don't know. I, yeah. I didn't pick up on that either. Um, she seems to be an animal lover, and I would think yeah. if he had swallowed a watch, she would have yeah, in her bed. Yeah, that's a
0: little bit of a, a little extreme thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but what about the the swordsman at the end? Now, I had chills oh, yeah. right when the ending yeah. scene happened. I said, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> well, and With I'm, his own sword. there. Yeah. And I'm sitting there watching it and I'm thinking, Okay, how's this gonna play out? Right. And then the then the credits hit and I'm like, No.
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> oh no. halfway through the show, that's how you're gonna leave it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't like I can't wait. This is I'm really enjoying this. I haven't had a a bad episode yet, or like that's really slow, but I mean we're halfway through the show now. Loki yeah. had that a couple episodes for me. WandaVision, I don't think did. Falcon and Winter Soldier didn't do it for me either. So, no, well, yes, it did. Yeah. Towards the end, Falcon and Winter Soldier did. had one episode for me That's just like I was kind of bored with. But oh, I can't wait. I love Hawkeye. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Really right, we've got two new stories here. Uh, one of uh, which we'll go right into the MCU with Kobe Smulders will be reprising her role for Secret Invasion. I'm going to tvinsider.com by martin holmes colby smolders is set to reprise her role as shield agent maria hill and marvel's secret invasion coming soon to disney plus according to deadline smolders will join samuel L. jackson ben Mendelssohn, kingsley benadir olivia coleman and Amelia clark in the crossover comic event the series will focus on affectionate shape-shifting scrolls who have infiltrated earth for years yeah we got a little yeah, guest fair. on the show here so what are you doing Oh, you're doing good? Okay. So, I, I'm excited. Uh, I don't know why I didn't think she wouldn't be in it. I don't know why I keep thinking she's tied into S.H.I.E.L.D., um, the TV show. Uh, right. I'm glad she's back. It, may, it makes perfect sense that she's back. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, she's always been, I think, one of the fan favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of the main group, of course, right. of Avengers. So, that's really good. It's, you know, uh, it's just Howard met it. your mother. That's all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Next news story here I've got for you is Ravi Amell will be back on The Flash this season. And, Chris, it is not a part of the five uh, piece Arbageddon series going on right now. I'm going back it to TVLine.com by Vlada Gelman. It seems Kaylin's frequent mention of her ex on The Flash this season is laying the groundwork for a comeback. Robbie Amell will reprise his role as Rami Raymond, a.k.a. one half of the original Firestorm, during two episodes of Season 8, EW.com reports. ML will, first episode will appear in Episode 11, long after the current Armageddon five-part event wraps up on December 14th. The series will then resume with a fresh installment on its new night, Wednesday, March 9th. Oh, that's disgusting. See, this is what I'm talking about with CW. So, their last episode is December 14th. They don't come back until March 9th three months later what's the point yeah
1: that's yeah so
0: uh, well whatever so that's when that's coming back Robbie Amell is coming back to the CW-verse aka the Arrowverse and that's very exciting because I yeah. like him a lot
1: you just have to wait till
0: next year I assume yeah not, not, a, not an intended dad joke pun there but still still next year <laughs> releases Little... this week not a thing I don't have any new TV shows not... this week
1: Nada? Nothing. Everybody's getting ready for holiday specials. That's exactly what it is. Like that. Charlie Brown Christmas. Charlie Brown. <laughs> um, on the movies, so have you watched anything outside of?
0: No, I wanted to watch uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. I thought I had my digital code for it. I guess I gave it to my brother or something like that, so I wasn't able to watch it. And I might have one. It's not on anything either. You don't use the digital.
1: One. Uh, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. So if I didn't use that one, I'll send it to you.
0: Okay. Because I, uh, I looked at Netflix. I looked at Hulu. Looked at Disney Plus. Hulu has it upcoming. FX is playing it sometime this week, but I want to watch it before then. Um right. But you know, couldn't find it, so I'll have to keep my watch along. I'll I'll watch the re-review and then go from there. But then I, that's all I watched. Then Free Guy, our TV show, our movie.
1: So um, next week we'll we'll review Free Guy. Correct. Yeah, because I didn't watch it this week. Yeah,
0: I think you'll really um, enjoy it. It's a lot of fun.
1: It's one that I'll be I'll be looking forward to. We I did watch though. Keeping with the uh, the holiday theme. That I have going on behind me, not really. <laughs> it's a boy called Christmas. Yes, we did on Netflix.
0: Put it in letterbox now.
1: I just put mine in. I gave it three stars. Um,
0: yeah, that's where I, that's where I it, come it, out.
1: It was, it was good. Um, it's a story of, they don't really give you a year that I can mm-hmm. remember so it's it's kind of done in a very in a princess bride type style where you have a grandparent reading or in this case just telling a story to um the the grandchildren and so you see the story in flashback as it were as as she's telling them the story uh, they've recently lost their mother. And uh, the dad's gotten called to work late. So the grandmother has to come over and watch him. None of them really seem to like the grandmother. They think she's weird. They think she's, she's strict or whatever. You oh, know? she's the the aunt. His. I thought she was the grandmother. Was she the. Jamie, the, I, I thought the old was... lady,
0: Professor McGonagall, Who was she? Huh? Who was Professor McGonagall in that movie? Was she, she was the. Their aunt. The aunt? But they don't the say who's aunt. Oh, I think uh, it's his aunt. It's his aunt. Yeah, so oh, I guess a great aunt maybe somewhere down the well, line. Well, I got that wrong.
1: I, I was thinking it was his wife's mom or yeah. something like that. Um, anyway, what uh, what came about was through this backstory, we we meet Nicholas, uh, a young boy whose father, now his mother died. By the bear, what, right? By the bear.
0: Okay. <laughs> From the very first part of the movie. Which,
1: yeah, <laughs> which is kind of gruesome. But that's sort of a, probably a little bit of a shout out to the grim fairy tales, which had a, a lot of dark aspects to them. Yeah. Um, Nicholas, his mother used to call him Christmas. Mm-hmm. And apparently this is pre-Christmas. Right. Because um, no one in the real world, so to speak, knows what Christmas is. Um,
0: and that's a weird nickname. If we're going to be honest with each other, Christmas is a weird nickname.
1: Very strange. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, Nicholas. I'm just gonna call you Christmas. I mean, nicknames usually yeah. shorter, have a little bit of a meaning somewhere down the line to the, the individual person. What'd you say? Xmas. Xmas. Okay, I'm done with you. So no, it's I. Uh, it's, <laughs> it was a good movie. I enjoyed seeing two of Hogwarts's professors in the show. Yes. Uh, you had Professor McGonagall, you had Professor Horace, who was the king, which I thought the king was very kooky and wacky. Yeah. And yeah. I couldn't understand if we were supposed to take him seriously or not. Um I, I gave it three stars as well. That's right around where I'm at with it. It I fell asleep about halfway through it for like ten minutes. So nothing I didn't lose anything major. But I would I really enjoyed this one I wouldn't mind getting a part two if they make a part two but again it's also fine as it went off um, yeah. got very dark about halfway through the movie randomly um with the uh, with the dad yeah. and like for like that whole 15 20 minute exchange right in the middle of the movie got real dark I was like I did not expect it to turn this way and then uh-huh. then it got better but I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was a good new Christmas movie to watch. Still not as good as um, the Christmas Chronicles that Netflix made the past yeah. several years. But you know that you just can't beat Kurt Russell and his wife. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just, just my two cents. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool seeing the history. Christian Wiig was fun for uh, the bit she was in. Yeah. Uh, very rude. The, the mouse um, was my, probably my favorite but yeah. I just I, it was a good movie. I I don't know if I'll watch it again. I mean, I'm sure I will down the road. But I don't think it's gonna be one of those that's you have to watch during Christmas kind of movie. Not for me at least.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Not like these three. It I, was not like these
0: three. So
1: <laughs> it was uh the the cool thing about it. I I thought where it got fun, like really fun, was. When he gets to uh, what they call it, Elfenheim,
0: mm-hmm. Elfenheim,
1: Elfenheim, where you have um, all the elves hide, and there he meets the the Truth Pixie. Mm-hmm. That uh, she can't tell, she can't tell a lie, and uh, so she doesn't have any friends. Yeah, because she said no one wants to hear the truth all the time.
0: Which is disheartening. Um,
1: yeah. But she plays a pivotal role later in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which my uh, oldest
0: daughter called when we first met her. Right? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she said, it's because she said X, Y, and Z. I said, oh. And then the movie played out and the thing happened. And she goes, see, told you. I said, okay. I didn't even catch that. So,
1: <laughs> uh, But yeah, it's really entertaining. Um, I gave it three stars. I would say it's probably like you said, not an every Christmas watch, but if it's if they advertise it's back on there in a couple three years.
0: Mm-hmm. That'll fire it up. I know if if this if Stella right here behind me ever asks you know why is Christmas important, I'm just gonna show her that movie. Yeah. So this is where it came from. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You, you do get to meet the first of uh Santa's reindeers apparently with Blitzen.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought that was a cool nice little touch.
1: Yeah. So with the little boy's name being Nicholas, I guess we're supposed to believe that he becomes Santa Claus. Yeah. It's a good old Saint uh, Nick. So I do think that there will be a part two.
0: I'm down for it. Actually I can probably google. Maybe that
1: they, maybe they'll tie it to the Christmas Chronicles and and Stop it'll it. turn out this is the prequel. <laughs>
0: Making their own little Christmas verse.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Kurt Russell when he was younger. Um, Next week we will talk Free Guy. And we will, we will also review, to keep the Christmas theme running, Home Sweet Home Alone. This is Tyler's bit.
0: Oh, it's, uh, we'll see if it holds up to the original. I doubt it. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I highly doubt it. But
1: we'll go in. We'll see. We'll see. Um, On to movie news, first up, from Variety, we have a little uh, MCU news. This is reported by Rebecca Rubin and Adam B. Vary. Tom Holland will return for more Spider-Man movies after No Way Home, says producer Amy Pascal. It appears Spider Man No Way Home will not be Tom Holland's last outing as Marvel's friendly neighborhood webslinger. According to longtime Spider Man producer Amy Pascal, Holland is expected to keep playing the role for more movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is not the last movie we're going to make with Marvel. This is not the last Spider Man movie, she told movie ticketing site Fandango on Monday. We're getting ready to make the next Spider Man movie with Tom Holland and Marvel. It just isn't part of. We're thinking of this as three films, and now we're going to go on to the next three. This is not the last of our MCU movies. That is
0: uh. huge. And because I don't think that there's been a deal that's come out yet, because usually whenever the. This is supposed to be like one of his last movies with the MCU. And the fact that she said there was, they're thinking of this as three different films, which makes us believe there is a deal either in the works it's already been struck and we don't know about it. Um, well, the next paragraph of your story, if I would just shut my mouth in. Let you read.
1: Yeah, it just, it says <laughs> no deals have been formalized, insiders say. However, Sony's a big fan of Holland and the title role and enjoys a good working relationship with Marvel, one it would like to see continue. And there's actually a related story linked below this. mm to um, to sort of point out his good working relationship with Sony. They're making a movie on the life of Fred Astaire. And Tom Holland is set to play Fred Astaire in that movie. Hmm. So he's got another project he's doing there for with Sony outside of the MCU. Well, you got Uncharted it, as well as a Sony film. Yeah. So. So... He's between Sony and Marvel. He's doing just fine for himself. Yeah, he,
0: you can tell he's got a special relationship with Amy because we reported a couple of weeks back, or talked about a couple of weeks back, that uh, he drove to her house when they heard that the deal was falling through with MCU. And yeah. that just shows you their their relationship. And she obviously loves him and believes in him too to put him in so many different films. So.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It It does make you wonder though because he did come out and say he feels like he needs to pass the torch by the time he's 30 mm-hmm. uh, which I think he's 24 or 25 right now so let
0: me see how he's I...
1: got he's got time right yeah, he's 25 um, yeah so he's got time yeah. uh, that's time enough for them to make another trilogy and have him show up in two or three pass of the, the Marvel torch. movies yeah Next news item from IGN, reported by Logan Plant. Spider-Man: No Way Home pre-sales are the biggest since Avengers: Endgame. It says uh, No Way Home still isn't out for over two weeks, but the ticket pre-sales are already off the charts. Deadline reports No Way Home's first day of pre-sales on Fandango have surpassed 2019's Avengers: Endgame, which ended up opening at $357 million. No Way Home also passed Black Widow's first day pre-sale in just two hours, which held the previous record for 2021. I'm n- it I'm also not shocked, beat out. Though. No. Okay. It also beat out huge pre-pandemic blockbusters like Avengers Infinity War, Spider-Man Far From Home, and three recent Star Wars movies, The Last Jedi, Rogue One, and The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Spider-Man movies have always done well. So, yeah, it's not really a surprise. No. Especially
0: with exactly. as much as this has been hyped up, too. I mean, yeah. I got I was lucky enough to, to get tickets. Apparently, a lot of people are having issues. I woke up that next morning because I went live on Sunday night at, like, midnight or 1 o'clock. I was looking if I woke up in my normal time I'd go to the gym. And I said, oh, I said, how many tickets do I need to buy? I said, uh, okay, so about seven tickets. Easy. No, no, no issues. And... So now we've got opening night, 8.30 at night, and we're going to go watch some Spider-Man. I'm so excited.
1: Well, a buddy of mine at work got uh, got a ticket to a showing at the theater in Lebanon, mm-hmm. and he actually showed me his phone, and when he bought his, I think this was like Tuesday or Wednesday night, that particular showing in that theater was, I think five tickets had been sold really yeah. it
0: probably just depends on location them or i'm to buy them from i think ours will be sold out yeah. um but eventually i think if it's if it's not already sold out but i mean it's not the latest but it's not the earliest either so it's yeah. still opening night and i can't wait i don't care if i don't sleep that night which depends on how great this movie is i probably won't so
1: <laughs> all right final bit of movie news this is important for uh our podcast because yeah, it cause we love harkens it. back to it harkens back to one that we reviewed early on uh from collider and aiden king Anola holmes 2 henry cavill wraps filming on the sequel um last may it was announced Anola holmes 2 the sequel to the smash hit netflix film about sherlock holmes's equally clever younger sister would we'll be coming to the streaming service with stars millie bobby brown and henry cavill returning Now thanks to to an Instagram video posted by Cavill, we know he's finished filming on the project. The video did not shed a lot of details about the film. Instead, Cavill simply made the claim before launching into a motivational message to his followers. Uh, He said, today was my last day on Enola Holmes, and the entire day I was thinking about not coming out and doing this run. It was a little dark and a little chilly, and I was convincing myself all day long that those are all good reasons not to run. However, I came out here, I did it, I've loved it, and it feels really, really good. So, if you're sitting at home thinking about not training today, throw those trainers on, get out there and do it. You won't regret it. <laughs> um, it I does can't wait
0: point for this out.
1: Movie. It does point out. We don't know what the plot is is for this uh, for this sequel. I don't. I don't, uh, don't
0: want to know what it is. Just just give it to me. I just want to watch it. But yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize they'd already be filming so soon, you know?
1: I'm surprised that we don't have at least a general time for when this is going to drop. Um, normally, I would think they would give us like a, a month at least. Yeah. But not yet. Looking forward to it, though. It's going to mm-hmm. be really good. Um, two new releases this week, both in theaters only. December the tenth for both of them. West Side Story and Don't Look Up.
0: I'll just hold it down then. <laughs> also, uh, I didn't put it in here, but Into the Spider-Verse two dropped a teaser trailer uh, last oh, night yeah, on Saturday, part. and it is called Spider-Verse uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Part One. So, we are at least getting another movie, and they are f- making them both simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Oscar Isaac is back as Spider Man 2099, and everyone else is back, and they look older. So, I can't, oh, it looks so good. Uh, Into the Spider Verse is one of my favorite uh, Spider Man films, and it's absolutely beautiful and stunning. I can't wait for it.
1: It'd be really good.
0: I can't nice. wait. I'm surprised we got a teacher when we did too. So,. Chris, I know you had a busy week. you been playing any fun video games at all this week at all?
1: Very little. Uh, just doing some daily objectives on some stuff.
0: Yeah. I think I haven't played a whole lot with the majority. The biggest story thing I've been playing is Fortnite had its new season drop today. Uh, a new chapter, new map, new game. New guns, new environment new stuff, new games, a lot, a lot of new stuff that we've played several games so far. It's <laughs> a lot of fun. The Rock is officially in Fortnite, which it's been speculated for uh, two years now, three years, because there's been a character that is a robot, oh, a guy in a metal suit, but the metal suit pieces look like his tattoos, so people are like, oh, that's The Rock, and we heard his voice two seasons ago, two or three seasons ago, and everyone says, oh, no, that's The Rock. Mm-hmm. And it's never been confirmed until now. So this little cutscene trailer they did, he took his helmet off. But before then, before the new season started, uh, The Rock was doing his normal thing like he does in the gym, taking a video of his gym, doing an inspirational speech. He, uh, you know, his ZOA, his energy drink, he drinks and sells. It was in a fridge behind him. He pulls the fridge open and there's a helmet of the, the foundation of who he is in the video game and then shuts it. And it just keeps going on. And nothing's going on. So it was it was perfect. It was just so much fun. It, it's a good good new season. If you haven't been playing for a while, try jumping in on this one. A lot of pleasant surprises with the gun play and uh, and just the Fortnite of it all. So, uh, video game news. Our biggest one for for me at least. Let's just be honest. The video game awards are this Thursday, and I cannot wait. Uh, already a lot of stars going to be there. Um, Keanu Reeves is going to be there. Giancarlo Esposito is going to be there. Um, Simi Liu is there. A lot of these people are announcing and presenting, so it's just going to be a lot of fun. Sting, the guitarist, will be there. It's going to be Magic Dragons. I mean, I could go on for days. So,
1: And uh, if if you want to uh, hear about the nominees, you can check out our last episode. Yes. Where Tyler ran down all 30 categories.
0: Yeah, all 30. Three zero. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, speaking of coming out this, uh, I think the end of this week, beginning of next week, our new PlayStation Plus games for December. We've got for PlayStation Five Godfall the Challenger Edition, and then for PS4. What you get all these with your PlayStation Five is Mortal Shell and Lego DC Super Villains. Now, Chris, I've heard a lot of good things about Lego DC Super Villains, so I will definitely be downloading that and potentially playing it. So. We'll see.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, if, if you're going to download it, it's kind of nice to play it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I add them to my library. So <laughs> we we can, all we all do it, yeah. though, right? <laughs> Just add more to the backlog that already keeps filling up. So, Yeah. <laughs> the real big news story here I've got is PlayStation is getting their own Game Pass. I'm going to Polygon.com by Michael McWhorter. Sony is reportedly planning a new subscription service aimed at competing with Microsoft's popular Xbox Game Pass, according to Bloomberg. Reportedly, codenamed Spartacus, the unannounced subscription service, could offer access to retro PlayStation games on top of existing PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now benefits. Spartacus would merge two existing services, Bloomberg reports, which is PlayStation Plus, the subscription that unlocks online multiplayer mini PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 games, and offers monthly access to a library of titles. And PlayStation Now, the cloud gaming streaming service that gives players access to PlayStation 2, 3, 4, and PlayStation 5 and on-PC games. Bloomberg says the new PlayStation service, which would retain the PlayStation Plus branding, would be multi-tiered and only the highest level would allow access to retro PS1, 2, 3, and 4 and PSP games. Polygon has reached out to Sony for a comment on Bloomberg's report and will update when the company responds. So... This is awesome news. Uh, I, I like this, and obviously Game Pass is the best deal in gaming and, and will stay the best deal in gaming. There's no way that PlayStation is, once this comes out, Spartacus, if you will, is going to release their first-party games day and date like Microsoft is. Like We've got Halo Infinite, a little spoiler for our releases. The campaign comes out December 8th, which is the full game of it. So the multiplayer will get a rehaul as well, and the campaign comes out there's no way PlayStation does that with their titles and everyone says this is great that they're doing this. Everyone's been wondering if PlayStation was going to but with the way that their services and systems line up they're not going to do that. I would be shocked if like the new Spider-Man game and this is out if they release it day and date. I would be absolutely shocked. Now would I buy it? I don't know. I love Game Pass too much so Game Pass comes with too much stuff. So
1: Yeah. But it be Yeah, I mean exciting. that's a- we talked a few months back about how it seems like as things change, um, we're getting away from those console exclusives. Mm -hmm. Right. And if you've already got Game Pass and console exclusives are becoming less and less, there's not much to buy this service for unless they do same day. Right. Um, Spartacus releases, because um, like if if I'm really looking forward to God of War, right, I'm just gonna buy it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll buy those select few titles, and then I'll wait to get anything else whenever it's on sale. Well,
0: that's how that's how I I thought with Game Pass. That's exactly how it's going to be. I did it with Outriders at the beginning of this year uh, because it came day and date to Game Pass, but I bought it, um, the full $60 MSRP for it. Uh, I have not bought a new Xbox Game Studios game since, like Forza and then Halo as well. Um, I told myself I was going to buy them, but I'm not going to because those games will not ever come out of Game Pass because those are your flagship titles for Game Pass, so if they ever would, which is okay, um, I will, but it won't be. I haven't bought Xbox studio well, games in a long time.
1: If anything, they'll come out when the next installment of them drops. Yeah, yeah. So, but, by I mean, then you won't care about this, the one that's out now. You'll yeah. be like, yeah, that's not the, the new one.
0: I can't, there's no way. Listen, we've got a new Halo coming out this week. It's been Ooh. like seven years, I think, since the last one, Halo 5.
1: They've been promising this one for three. Yeah.
0: Hey, by the what we've seen, though, I am okay with the delays they've had. Because this game could have ended up like <sighs> Battlefield right now. Or Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Let's use Cyberpunk for the yeah. example. The yeah. campaign could have been Cyberpunk, Chris. And we would be having a different conversation of should 343 let go of Halo. But from everything that I've heard and seen, which I think the review embargo lifts at 12.01 tomorrow morning for the campaign, uh, from what I've heard of people that play the first couple missions of the campaign, it is so good and so fun. And I cannot wait. Like I've, I've already blocked off. I said Tuesday, Destiny's 30th anniversary content drops. I'm unavailable that night. Wednesday, Halo Infinite drops. Uh, I can't, I'm unavailable that night. And then Thursday is Video Game Awards, which I plan to sit in this chair and watch it and maybe play games. I doubt I'll be able to play games just because I'll be so in tune to it because this is my Oscars and stuff like that. So right. eventually I'd like to have like big parties for it, but they're hard to do parties on Thursday night in the middle of a work week. So
1: <laughs> yeah, a little bit.
0: Yeah. But I asked off. So, you know, cause I just, I had to, <sighs> but guys, that has been the nerd wide podcast. Thank you all so much for listening and watching. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to share it on your favorite social media platforms. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcasting apps. Uh, let us know what you thought down below of A Boy Called Christmas. Did you enjoy seeing uh, Professor McGonagall give you stories? Because I would honestly, even at my age of 28, I would still allow her to read me Christmas stories from memory and be enthralled by her because she's just phenomenal. Uh, social media, you can follow the NerdWide account on Facebook at nerdwide.com, on Twitter at nerd underscore wide. You can follow me personally at Ty underscore Haynes, and you can follow Chris at mathtn7. As always, guys, this has been the NerdWide Podcast, and we cannot wait to get to you next time after the Video Game Awards, and I cannot wait to talk about all the reveals that happens. Everyone have a good, safe week, and we'll see you then.